Join us for Craft Beer Professionals' Most Affordable In-Person Workshop, CBP Connects, presented by Arrive POS, this June 19th to 21st in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Twelve interactive sessions, three nightly receptions, and one opportunity to connect with craft beer professionals from across the country. Learn more at cbpconnects.com. That's cbpconnects.com. See you there. Cheers. Hey everybody, we are less than a week off, week away from our kickoff party at CBC in Nashville. If you're going to Nashville, you need to be at Jackalope Brewing Company this Sunday. That's May 7th, 7th, 7 to 9 p.m. And I apparently can't talk today. I'm so excited. 7 to 9 p.m. for our Welcome to Nashville party. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have a car smash. And yes, it's exactly what you think. There is going to be a junk car for you to take sledgehammers to. If you experience this in Minneapolis, you know it was a wonderful time. If you've never done it before, get excited. Now, huge thanks to Arrive POS, Beer 30 by the Fifth Ingredient, Craft Brewing Insurance, Full Pour Media, Market My Brewery, Plato, and Pro Brew Supply, and Jackalope Brewing Company for all your support and help with this. It's taking a team to put it together, and it's going to be an awesome time seeing everybody face-to-face. But now we've got one final panel to get you excited for this Sunday. So let's start with some introductions. Bryant, because you are to the right of me, tell everybody a little bit about what you do in the world of beer. Sure, sure. Yeah, Bryant Vanderweerd, founder, creative director of Full Pour Media. So we're full-service creative agency that's specifically focused on the craft beverage industry. So we'll be out there, um, you know, chatting with all the folks and, and raising a couple glasses and, and we're going to be working kind of with the BA during the conference to shoot some some video content and uh, and really get all that promotional stuff out there. Well, Brian, can't wait to see you face to face. Lauren, you know you're up. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, Lauren Bindell with Arrived POS and we are the craft beer focused POS um, focused on flexibility, power and great customer service and really, really excited about next week. And this will be your third CBC? uh yes this is my no they, they blur together at this point don't they yeah it's gonna be a good time lisa our host hey i'm lisa noise i'm the marketing director at jackalope brewing company here in nashville we've been uh, around since 2011 uh, brewing legendary beer and we're the thir- third oldest uh, craft brewery in nashville so we're super excited to be hosting you all for cbc here in just a few days lisa how close are you to the convention center we're about a mile and a half, so it's definitely walkable. Um, it's a pretty straight shot from the convention center to our brewery. Yeah, so that's an easy a walk. good spots along the way, too. So. And I want to thank you again, Lisa, because, I mean, you originally reached out inviting us to host an event at your space. We're so excited yeah. to make this actually happen. So thanks yeah, again. Yeah, me too. I, I, I attended CBC for the first time in uh, 2021 in Denver and, uh, and went to the event and had such a great time. I was like, I got to bring it to Nashville. We got to do this so in honor of that event, I'm actually wearing the shirt we had from that. Yes. <laughs> Super weird time at PK. I promise we'll get to you. But that was the event where so many of us were coming together for the first time. It's where I met Bryant for the first time face to face. I had no idea how tall he was or how Same, tall man. he was <laughs> in, in Nashville. But that event was, had been a little bit since we've all been face to face. So we had spent so much time building relationships on the Internet. And that was a very crowded tap room at Jack and Mountain Brewery where we all, you know, maybe hadn't met before, but it truly felt like we already had relationships and knew each other. Absolutely. It was great. So I'm excited to see you again in a larger, yeah. sunny setting. <laughs> exactly. Okay, PK, your turn. Hi, everyone. My name is Polkad Agwal. I'm the founder and CEO of The Fifth Ingredient. 
we bring the software system known as Beer30. And so Beer30 is an all-in-one data management software for breweries to track their data from raw material purchasing, bring process, lab quality, sales, accounting, and future demand planning. So the entire supply chain process. And this is going to be my sixth CBC, I think. Uh, my first one was in Nashville 2018. So Nashville, Denver, then COVID, then Denver, Minneapolis. So CBC number five. So last time you were in Nashville, PK, and Lisa, I'll let you chime in on this one too. And Brian, Lauren, if you got any suggestions, where do I need to be planning to have a meeting or meal? Any hot spots I don't want to miss? I don't know anything off the top of my head. I pretty much, that was my first CBC and I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Like I was in that like initial phase of just like going with people that I was walking around with and potential and some of our customers and things at that point. So yeah, I don't have anything. Lisa's the resident expert here on that one. So everybody's well, listening. Lisa, what are your recommendations? <laughs> well, if you're going if you're going downtown, really the local spot to go is Roberts. Everyone that is a local will say it. Uh, it's the the true honky tonk downtown. Um, it is still you know run with tourists, but uh, it, it's more local than the most of the spots. And uh, I I really enjoy Acme, which is down at the end of Broadway, right on the river. They have a beautiful rooftop, um, and it's again a, a really cool local spot. Um, also, Old Red has a good rooftop. So if, if you're downtown, those are like the three that I like to go to. Um, but otherwise, uh, there's a new spot, Fifth and Broadway, that has a, a food hall inside that has kind of a taste of Nashville, a little bit of everything. So you can go down there and, and try a little bit of, of the best of. And where's that uh, one located? Is that, it's what's, just what's a, a short there? walk from the convention center Fifth uh, and right on Fifth and Broadway. That's a terrible joke. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And also, you know, come to Jackalope. We're going to have Hattie B's yeah. food truck out uh, for pretty much the whole week and a couple other really awesome local food trucks, the Mac Shack. Um, so, yeah, come on and hang out at our place. Andrew, please tell me you were taking all those notes because I wasn't. But... <laughs> I have them on the other screen right now, PK. I'll make sure they have vegetarian options. We'll plan a great place to go for lunch. There we go. Yes. Love it. So before we dive into CBC 2023, I want to talk about the past few years, you know, as my shirt shows, like, you know, it was a weird time when we all first met in 2021 in Denver after spending so much time getting to know people across the internet, growing our businesses through the internet, not as much human interaction as I know I crave. You know, for the four of you, how have you changed the way you build relationships over the past few years? Are there any noticeable differences in the way you connect with people or strategies that you found really beneficial? And I can say this, I, I really, I started full pour in about 2020. So I, you know, our, our, our infancy was, you know, meeting folks and, and networking, you know, via Zooms and, and via webinars and, and things like that. I mean, the first, um, God, what was it? I think it might've been, this was back when we were uh, located in Denver um, and there was the, um, the Colorado Brewers Guild had a, a conference that was all virtual. So it was just like attending webinars and, and, and everything virtually. So um, I think anything, anything greater than that, anything beyond that is, has been, you know, quite a benefit. I mean, just to kind of walk up to folks booths at, you know, at, at CBC and um, kind of see them face to face is, is obviously a hundred times uh, more effective or, you know, a hundred times more um, effective at connecting. Brian, are there any skills you did gain from those virtual days that you kind of still utilize today? Skills. I mean, definitely. I mean, just in, in my side of things, just just networking, you know, staying in touch a little bit more, kind of knowing um, or, or learning really um, how 
how many touch points you need with a client, like how many more touch points you need with a client uh, when it's virtual versus when it's in person. Um, it used to be like five to seven touch points with with a client. Now it's more like you know seven to ten to twelve. Um, so so really just kind of uh, keeping that in mind and like how can we be a little bit more creative and how we connect with folks uh, because we tend to be a little bit all of us kind of tend to kind of hole away in our offices a little bit more uh, now. So I, I certainly welcome those times to come back together. Yeah, I'll second that. Um, you know, nothing beats Zoom for banging out a bunch of meetings with people all over the country or any, you know, streaming uh, web service, but nothing beats face-to-face -face for building relationships. So love being able to get together with people face-to-face. -face. Um, I, I think always my strategy has been when you are face-to-face, -face, focus on the relationship and hanging out and getting to know each other on the human level, because you can always do business via email or phone calls later. But, you know, we're the human ape is a social animal. We like being around other people and hanging out. So if you get to do it in person, uh, focus on that human side of things and, you know, business, you can always follow up on that later, but when you're face to face, focus on that, focus on the person in front of you. And face to face is truly taking the relationship to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. On my end, I think uh, the biggest thing we're always been a fully remote company. And so for me, it's actually really cool to see some of our international clients also come in. So last year there was a full uh, consortium from Australia that flew in we had 30 to 40 people and some of our even, uh, partners on the business side, vendor side of things. So it's just really cool to be able to see people that you normally wouldn't see at these trade shows that fly in from international as well. So it's just really cool to connect with people on that level. And I know this year we have some of our other partners flying in from Europe, flying in from Australia. So it'll be great to finally meet those people in person. And Lauren, like you were saying, it's really more about building that personal connection at this point, since you have been on so many Zoom calls and business and vendor meetings with them, that it's just great to grab a beer and just chat. And Lisa, you're on the brewing side of things and you've probably had a very challenging few years and you're still here, which is amazing. We can't wait to be there. But what are some of the strategies you picked up during pandemic times that have turned out to be beneficial, you know, strategies that you're still utilizing today? Sure. Yeah. Well, in 2020, I think we put out 26 limited release beers just to get people coming back to the tap room. So you know, every, pretty much every week, it felt like we had a new beer coming out, um, which really allowed us to be creative and, and do things we hadn't done before. Um, and that was when I started at Jackalope. So it was fun to be kind of part of that um, creative, you know, we were all coming up with names and, and styles and, you know, images. It, it was all just such a collaborative time. Um, but out of the pandemic, we took a lot of those ideas and, and built kind of a program around it. So we have our Shapeshifter series, which are variants of our most popular beers. And then we have our legendary IPA series, which is, um, you know, just some really delicious uh, juicy IPAs that we just really love. So it's been fun to be able to pivot a, a, basically a, a survival mechanism into a really successful program that we're excited about. Uh, <laughs> haven't heard the word pivot in a while so <laughs> had to throw it in there <laughs> now pk you know you mentioned nashville was your first cbc quite a few years ago now you're back you also talked about the ability to build relationships and see all your international partners face to face i imagine you just don't show up to cbc sending people a text saying hey are you free right now how do you plan your week at cbc uh so at the booth side things we have different shifts that are done with uh, the people that are there um, on and so there's a full shift schedule. One of the biggest pro tips that I'll say is grab uh, to go breakfast and lunch. And so we actually have people doing that this time around because 
Last year, we learned the hard way because the food hall was just gone with food and the other lines were at least like an hour to grab food and stuff outside the convention hall. And so that's a pro tip for anybody going the first time of grabbing that like sandwich to go. Uh, so we have that planned out. We have booth schedules planned out. And then on my end with meetings, yeah, it's a uh, preset on calendar invites. Say, hey, let's like meet up at 1 p.m. Figure out where, but let's at least meet by this, this sign at 1 p.m. We'll text each other, but having those reserved spots in mind so that way we can actually meet up. And so at this point, I have dinner scheduled for Friday. I have breakfast for Saturday, lunch with Andrew on Saturday, team dinner on Saturday, and then Sunday morning starting off again with breakfast at 10 a.m. So just having all these meetings pre-set up so that way it's a success and you're not trying to scramble and trying to coordinate on the fly because that just becomes very difficult at times to do. So, I mean, you have all these meetings and you're still running a company. How do you make sure everything goes smooth while you're busy from 8 a.m. until 11 o'clock at night for almost a week straight? Having the right people in place. <laughs> and so um, it's been really cool to see our growth happen. I think first CBC, it was just me and this was 2018, right? April 2018. So going back five years later, we're up to 22 people um, since it was just a one person operation. So um, yeah, I think Andrew, that's just it. We have coverage plans in place for people on the engineering side, people on the customer experience side. All of our sales team will be on site. So at that point, they're just doing demos on site with people. And um, yeah, Zach, who's our head of revenue ops, he's been with the company for about a year and a half now. He is going to be pretty much running the show at CBC in terms of coordinating with the team members and scans and things. So yeah, it just comes out of having people that you can trust and helping them do their job successfully. No, I love it. It's great insight there. Lauren, how about you? You know, Arrive's also grown quite a bit over the past few years. You know, how do you get ready for CBC? I think exactly what PK said. Uh, it's a combination of setting up meetings ahead of time with folks that you want to meet with while you're there. Um, I mean, this is an amazing show, right, for our industry. First of all, we work in the coolest industry on the planet. Um, so being able to see everybody at once, uh, there's so many people that go to this event. Um, so making sure you set up meetings ahead of time, but then also leave a lot of room and space for serendipity. So hanging out, hanging out at the booth for sure, because so many people come by. Uh, the parties and the events at night, there's just, it's just an endless sea of cool people that you want to talk to and that you can learn from. Um, we spend a lot of time with our customers just getting feedback and tips from them on the next things to build and what they need. So to be able to have that many customers in one place and just a constant stream to be able to bounce ideas off of everybody, it is a, uh, it, it's, it's, it's overwhelming, but in a good way, right? Just overwhelming in terms of the amount of ideas and input and features and energy that you get from it. Um, it's fantastic. And like PK said, you have a great team that's uh, staying behind and running the business. And um, so I, I, I sleep well at night knowing we've got this team ready to take care of the company and, and, the, and the team and the, and the customers. So. Lauren, everything you just described takes me back to when we were at Woods Boss in Denver a couple of years ago, because we, we had that pre-CBC panel, which was a fantastic experience. But in that room, people were having beers. They were meeting people for the first time. You know, your team was meeting with Arai Breweries, kind of talking about the features, learning what they can do better. It was just amazing to see so many different types of relationships happen at the same time. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I wish I wish there was. Well, part of me wishes this and part of me does, doesn't know if I can handle it. I, I wish there was a few of these a year because uh, it's so much fun and, and just a sea of people. But it's it's a marathon. You know, I, I clear my plate from work uh, completely other than relationships and connecting with people while we're here. Well, 
of course, you set me up for the plug there, Lauren, because everybody should come to CBP Connects Milwaukee this June 19th to 21st, where a lot of the faces you see here today are going to be there, where we can build relationships in a little less hectic, more intimate, more intimate, interactive setting. So that'll be a step down, but step up, I think, for building relationships. Not quite as big, trust me. Now, Bryant, yeah. I want to come to you on this one because... You know, you have a, definitely a unique role in the industry. You're not going to CBC to have a booth. You're going to be bouncing around. You're going to be shooting footage. What does your schedule look like? Well, we will have a booth someday. That's really, that is ultimately the, you know, the, the larger purpose. But I think just being, you know, this will be the, the second CBC that we've worked, you know, actually been, you know, the, the first one that I attended was in Denver and I lived in Denver. So it was just kind of like a, you know, during the week, uh, thing go down there and 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 check it out um yeah we're we are a lot more kind of labor-based i mean talking about building those relationships getting those touch points like i mentioned earlier um you know we're partnering with uh, you know turn it up media and rhizome productions so we'll be out at the at that concert um right outside um of the convention center you know at night we'll, we'll kind of be putting in the the labor uh kind of shooting some video or you know putting in the touch points again like i said with the ba kind of going around um and then secondarily to that you know as i'm as i'm traipsing around the expo floor you know i get to see people from deutsche i get to see people from alpha laval i get to see um you know people from carosa people that are that are our clients but can kind of see us doing the work at the convention too so it's it's uh it's an optics thing for us um you know again i, I certainly someday uh, right now it's it's myself and then i have a, a large list of contractors that i, I build out that kind of keeps us nimble um but I, I certainly would love one day to have somebody kind of doing the labor while i you know do the things that that y'all are doing is, is kind of setting up those meetings and building those touch points um scaling to that way so i can focus on you know biz dev and then i can have folks that I know and trust um, kind of doing the content creation and, and more boots on the ground stuff. So yeah, certainly a, a unique um, uh, experience for, for me as well. Well, I'm sure you're going to capture a ton of great footage and build a lot of important relationships while you're there. It's cool. I mean, it's just cool to see like, um, you know, go to the CBC website right now. And it's kind of like, you know, the guy spinning the keg and, and pretty much everything that's not stock footage is, is things that we've shot. So it's, nice. it's kind of a point of pride for us. You know, it's, it's a high, high visibility thing and all of the promotional assets that show all the expo stuff from years ago and beer sloshing. And, uh, Luke, the creative director of the BA is, is really great about just like, don't get generic stuff. Like, you know, put a beer glass on top of the lens and then have the beer, pour, you know, pouring in like this, he's really good at kind of like helping me kind of brainstorm, push those creative boundaries a little bit more. Like we don't need more footage of people talking. What we need is some crazy looking this and that, or, or what's going to kind of set us apart, set the BA apart visually um, from everything else. Same with, I think you need PK smashing a car in a red tank. Oh yeah. Camera, super high speed camera. And just like, yeah, get the dramatic. <laughs> you you stole my thunder on that one, Andrew. So I say, hey, can I can I volunteer for smashing a car at the arrive party and you taking that new profile photo for me for all my social media <laughs> and LinkedIn and all of that of me smashing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's dive into that for a minute because it all it's all about creating those memorable moments. And Lauren, when you all were out at the Florida Guild event, I think that week my feed was just so crammed with people holding a snake with an arrived backdrop. You know, how do you all create those photo worthy events? So that's our marketing team. Uh, I, I can take zero credit for that other than being smart enough to work with great people. Um, but they're just so creative and fun. Um, 
I don't know where these ideas come from. I really don't, but they're good. Um, I was sharing with, uh, as I was sharing with all of y'all before we started, you know, when we did the, the Smasher Craft event last year in Minneapolis and I showed up and I, I went to our head of marketing. And I was like, so did you, where did you, who, what's this company that does, you know, smashing cars? They do a really great job. They said, oh, no, no, there, there was no company. We just called up a junkyard, asked if they'd deliver a, a, a car here and they did. Um, and then we just put up the police tape and went and bought some sledgehammers from, uh, you know, Home Depot and, and totally made it all themselves. And the car was painted really creatively in a, in a fun way as well. And our head of marketing's an artist. So she did that with spray cans. Um, so, yeah, just uh, beautifully weird people in marketing who have creative and wacky ideas, I, I guess all I can say. No, I love it. No, Lisa, you mean... You are our host. We're going to so excited to be at Jack Lope. You're going to be showcasing your brewery to 10,000 of our best friends from across the country next week. How in the world do you prepare Jack Lope for this? <laughs> well, I can tell you we had meetings starting about a year ago. Um, we started oh. talking about planning for CBC. Um, you know, but when the last time CBC was here, we were in our old space on 8th Avenue, which was a lot smaller a little bit closer to the convention center, but um, definitely not the beautiful state-of-the-art facility we're in today. So we're excited to show it off. Um, we just did some revamp of our patio, um, and we're we're just so excited to finally be able to show off the space that you know we we kind of teased last CBC. I think we had some tours coming through and um, did a few little events with partners. But now that the the place is put together and um, we're really excited to, to share it with all of you. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure how I'm going to schedule my entire week. I'm still piecing it together. <laughs> it's going to be a little nutty. I'm a marketing team of one. So content creation, you know, socials, everything. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> one thing that really impressed me, Bailey was on our call last week from the Jackalope perspective. She was talking about how important it was for her to have your team actually attend the session, which I think yeah. is absolutely amazing because in Denver and Minneapolis, so often the host breweries in that city, you know, I felt like their teams were just stuck working. I honestly felt a little bad because, you know, yeah. they're, we're sharing their space and enjoying it, but they're working behind the bar. So absolutely, you yeah. the opportunity to come to CBC and enjoy any of the sessions yourself? I think so. Uh, we're we're still fit, fitting all of the pieces together for our team. I, I posted a funny meme of, you know, the guy from It's Always Sunny where he's got like the strings attaching like that. That was us the other day trying to piece everybody's schedule together. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm planning on being at the trade show and going to a couple seminars and um, just saying hello to all of our partners. And I'm, I'm excited to kind of experience the full CBC. You know, the last time I was at CBC was 2021. It was a little bit more scaled back. So I'm excited to experience it fully and, and in our home city. So so for breweries and, you know, future host cities for CBC, I know we'll be in Vegas next year. What tips do you have for them that are things that surprise you that they should pay attention to? Any pro tips? Oh, man. Um, you can plan as far ahead as you can, but really things will come down to the wire last minute. I, I mean, that's this industry, right? Um, a little bit. Uh, we've had so many things come together in the last couple of weeks that we've been planning for for all year, but it's it's down to the wire. So plan to be nimble, plan for plan B um, and C and D, um, but hope that it'll all go as planned and everything that you hoped and dreamed it would be will come together. So. And how many events <laughs> are you hosting at Jackalope that week? Um, I, I think it's about half a dozen to a dozen. I, I think it's between like six and ten. Um, but yes, we'll have a lot of events. We're doing the Cicerone level two exam. Um, we're having a happy hour for them. The pink boots are going to come out. 
um, yeah, we've got a lot going on, but really most excited about Sunday night, to be honest. <laughs> Sunday night's going to be great. So how do you stay organized with all these events? Do you have like just Google Docs for each? Do you use some sort yes. of task management? How do you make sure everybody knows what they need to do to get prepared for it, but during the event, then recapping the event to look at it, see if it was a success? Yeah, we have a massive uh, Google spreadsheet currently. Um, <laughs> but we yeah, we do uh, use like a seven shifts internal communication system as well for our scheduling uh, mostly for our, our tap room team, uh, but we're we're all pretty uh, you know connected, and we're a small enough team that we can group text and and stay in touch that way. Um, yeah, we're lean and mean over here, so we're we're able to do a lot with um, you know Google Docs and texts, honestly. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to make the event together a success. Now, yeah. I'd like to go back to what everybody's goals are for CBC. We've talked a lot of high level. Everybody says we're here to build relationships. But, you know, Lisa, you're a brewery. The three of you others, Bryant, Lauren, and PK, you're running companies you're trying to grow. You know, what are some of your personal and professional goals for the next few days once we arrive in Nashville? Yeah, for me, first and foremost is listen and learn. You know, again, we have so many of our customers and future customers uh, in one spot. So listen, learn, um, understand what they need, understand how we can be a better partner um, and then meet as many people as possible. You know, we, we bring a lot of people from our team um, to to talk and not just salespeople, but you know, engineers um, and again, get everybody listening and learning, um, make sure we're we're. Um, you know, at a lot of places and throughout the entire event to, to meet as many people as possible. Um, and then we're always looking for unique partnerships as well. It's a great industry. I think it's one of the most collaborative industries I've ever worked in where competitors help each other, right? Um, for the most part, right? Um, and so, so talk to everybody and see what we learn about the industry, how we can work together, how we can help this industry. I, I, I firmly believe it's the coolest industry I've ever worked in. So how do you, how can we support the industry? And then good things happen if you focus on that. Well, thanks for sharing that. PK, you know, how about you? You know, lots, as I mentioned, has changed since your first CBC. What are your goals like this time versus when you first went to Nashville? Um, my biggest priorities at this point are maintaining and building really cool customer relationships. So for me, I just love talking to our current customers and, I kind of let the sales team hand, handle the new prospects that are coming in and demoing them out. And so for me, it's just about meeting those people that I've been working with for the last couple of years, even the last few months, and really building that relationship with them. And this year, kind of like Lauren's uh, aspect of marketing team, our team this year came up with a whole selfie competition because I take selfies and people have seen this throughout social media for the last couple of years. And so we're going to be doing a selfie media challenge. And so having customers and prospects who ever take photos and post on social media and every day there's going to be a prize with swag and discounts for beer 30 and things like that. So it's a really cool way to just get engagement. So I'm also really excited of taking just selfies and photos with people and, you know, prospects, current customers, partners, and it's just a really good way to make a lot of memories. And so I think that's on the personal side where this community has done so much for me from a, from a standpoint of just making friends. And, you know, Andrew, you and I met virtually back in 2020, right at the start of COVID. And so it's really cool. To I feel like it was before 2020. Right, right before COVID, yeah, yeah. 2019. And um, yeah, it's, it's cool to kind of see that come together and us having those people that it's just like, you see somebody giving a big hug and, you know, chat with them about it. It's just really great to have that energy. And so 
every year CBC gives me a lot of energy going into the rest of the year of just kind of what the goals are and kind of what the community thinks of us and how we can be better. And so, like Lauren said, learn and listen is definitely a key aspect here as well and just chat with as many people as possible. And we're going to circle back to that energy and momentum shortly. Brian, you know, talk to me about your CBCs. How have your goals changed over time? You know, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I, to just parrot everybody else, like I, I have, you know, I think that listening and learning thing, I didn't really even have kind of a word for it um, until right now, but that, that's, that is kind of a great, you know, I was just sort of, again, in Denver, I was an observer. I didn't work at all. You know, I had a, a media pass through porch drinking. Um, so I was, I was very much an observer. And then, you know, now kind of, you know, last year sort of being more, more behind the scenes and, and this year even a little bit more, um, you know, it, it's easy, it's easier. I feel like to, to partner with, you know, folks that I've already partnered with and say, Hey, you know, here we are, we do great stuff. Let's do it again. You know, Luke's down, the turn it up guys are down. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to be doing video production for the crushies this year too. So just, uh, that is that is kind of more maintaining existing relationships, but I certainly um, want to grow on the creating new relationships as well. You know, it's it's a little bit more difficult. You know, again, being a one person one person team, like covered in sweat, holding a camera, and you know, passing my business card. Um, it, it's not the greatest uh, look, but it kind of is because I'm busting my ass everywhere. So, um, I, I it's 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 certainly a a growth edge, kind of a learning edge of like, okay, here's. Here's how, uh, here's kind of what I want to do. I mean, I, I would certainly say that a goal uh, in the future is to, like I mentioned earlier, really just grow a little bit more and uh, be able to go to CBC and have somebody that I know that can maybe help me with biz dev while I shoot video or they shoot video while I do biz dev or we kind of collaborate on, on those things. Um, that's certainly, you know, a little bit more of maybe an internal uh, internal business goal, scaling goal that that really would would benefit for things like CBC and CBC Connect. Brian, you literally are looking at CBC through a lens, and that gives mm. you a super neat perspective of what's going on. I mean, and back your... pain and foot like foot pain <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, and that sweaty business card you gave me a few years ago. Yeah. But looking at all your experiences through your unique perspective, have there been any moments that really stood out to you? Just they could be brief interactions you witnessed between two people or something, some small detail that the BA puts together that just impresses you. Is there anything that you've caught that most people may not catch but impresses you about the skill, skill of the event? I'll tell you, they, I think they pretty much rented out the entire uh convention center last year i mean like the i was there was the there was the expo and then we almost had to walk so far that you couldn't hear anything anymore um they they had pretty much the whole damn place uh rented out just for support staff and you know the the volunteer check-in area and go grab your t-shirt and, and do all this and um kind of like the the catering side of thing i mean i really like kind of being i've, I've always i've i've come up in this business and other businesses being behind the scenes. So it's something that I, I think just naturally um, gravitate toward. Um, so it, it is something that maybe didn't stick out to me as much. And I'm like, okay, now that you asked me that, you know, folks really don't see kind of the giant boxes of credentials in the back and, you know, people that are sitting in this room waiting to check people in that are so much a crucial part of the support staff that nobody know nobody ever sees them. Um, so it's, it is really cool to kind of see, or like, going into the, the um, not the expo hall, but kind of the, whether it's the World Beer Cup or GABF, before anybody even comes in and just kind of like, this is about to be full of people. And like this, you know, there's all these trophies that are just kind of like lined up 
uh, along the stage there. You know, Luke, you mean to shoot them all looking nice, but I'm like, these these breweries' lives, kind of lives or livelihoods are about to change. You know, like this is kind of like history in, in a way. Um, those are two really kind of watershed, you know, kind of standout moments for me, of, especially of last year. I mean, just being so much more involved. Thanks for sharing. That. I think the before and after is fascinating to look at. And last week's conversation was talked about how you come to the trade show the day before when all the exhibitors are kind of just first putting together the booths. And you come back 24 hours later, you have a thousand booths ready to rock yeah. and roll. And it's so impressive to see it come together from just a logistics perspective. Now, Lisa, a lot, of scissor lifts. A, lot of, a lot of scissor lifts, just lifting stuff up. And it's, it's just so much labor. 100%. Now, Lisa, you know, you're going to have a very, very busy week. Your brewery is going to be showcased to industry professionals from all over. What type of debrief do you have planned or will you do, you know, following CBC to look at all the events you did, how your operation went, to kind of look at whether it was a success, what you learned from it? What's that look like from the Jackalope perspective? Yeah, well, I know that there's a uh, masseuse coming. I, that's what I hear uh, for our team after. So I think that day will be the nice decompress uh, physically for everyone. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, just these meetings that we've been having for the last year, just really looking back and, and seeing yeah, from the beginning, from the kind of origins of what we imagined CBC and Nashville to look like to what it actually came to be, you know, I'm really excited to see kind of how that how that is similar, because I, I think we have really accomplished a lot um, just in the last year of planning. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to like actually see people again, <laughs> like people that do what I do at other breweries. I'm really excited um, just because I don't, you know, I'm a team of one and I don't get to really brainstorm the things that I do with a lot of people. Um, so I'm excited to just talk to other folks, um, you know, that do what I do at other breweries. Um, I think that's my favorite part. And I know I didn't get to answer that earlier, but I just wanted to throw that in there. So holler at me if you do marketing at a brewery anywhere in the country. I want to talk to you. You nailed it. It's all about <laughs> talking to others just like us, which I absolutely love. Now, one thing you mentioned, Lisa, is, and I know your staff's greatly going to appreciate that <laughs> uh, coming by after CBC, but that kind of brings up the question of motivation. You know, it's going to be a really busy week for all of us next week. Our yes. team is going to be exhausted. We're going to have a ton of fun, but how do you all keep everybody motivated to be the best they can be, to be the best representatives, whether you're a company, whether you're a brewery, you know, how do you keep your staff excited to be there? Oh, I know we're going to have a snack station. <laughs> uh, I think that that's definitely the big, biggest thing for us is food. You know, it's the way to everyone's heart. Um, but we're also doing some themed days. Um, we have some amazing new colorful overalls for our team. So we'll be rocking those all over town if you see us. Um, that, that Are they branded Jackalope overalls? They literally have Jackalopes in every color all over them. Um, PK, she beat you. You don't have overalls. Yeah, um, but, they're incredible. But we should we should chat about that for next year and get thirty <laughs> overalls on totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you know those theme days and and snacks. That's our plan. PK, how about you? You know, how do you keep your team motivated? Of course, across the week. Uh, we have a every morning we have like a debrief session afternoon, like after the trade shows and that evening we have a debrief session. Um, overall, it's kind of I think what I've learned over the years is that with, as the team grows, that's going to CBC, just people have different needs and just being very cognizant of it where, you know, there are very few things that are required for people to attend in the evenings. And so it's like we have our team event on Wednesday night before people start flying out and we have our Sunday night welcome reception jackalope. But Monday and Tuesday kind of keep it very open-ended so that if people want to go to different events, there's literally so many things happening. Or if people just want to 
lay chill and like have dinner with, you know, another team member or something and just go home after. So I think that gives people the proper way of recharging based on whether they're introverted, extroverted, what they want to do. And so it feels like that's been a really good balance over the last couple of years as we've had more people than just myself and Ryan, for example, going to CBC. I love that PK. I was thinking about that exact same thing. Like I'm, I'm either an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert. Like I got my time and then I'm like, I'm done, you know? So I, I got a, you know, an Airbnb that's a block or two, you know, from the convention. And, and I'm certainly looking forward to kind of being on and everything, but again, team of one, you know, uh, uh, business of one, essentially um, taking that time I've done the other way. Right. And I'm like, you know, all but burnt out. Um, so, so, this year, um, just kind of moving more into that, I don't want to say mental wellness, but just kind of, you know, again, making space for, for myself and, and, and just, I mean, especially with, um, the industry that we're in too, it's, it's easy to like, Oh, let, now they got beer. It's four o'clock and I have a couple beers here and a couple beers here and a couple beers there. And, uh, it's easy to, you know, just that's, this is in the name of networking, whatever it is, but, um, just, it's been, a, you know, again, another growth edge for me, like learning to like, all right, let's just, Tonight is is hot chicken and water night, <laughs> you know, whatever that looks like. Let's just let's just do what Bryant wants to do tonight, and then and then we'll be back on tomorrow. So I I love that that you said that, PK. Yeah, that mental health, mental mental health, and mental well being is huge for sure. Um, and definitely, you know, figuring out when to tap out and when to say cool, like hey, no harm in it. Just gonna go chill and you know get back at it tomorrow morning, fresh and ready to rock it for sure. One thing I liked so much about CBC in Minneapolis was so many of the breweries had non-alcoholic options. And for me, that was kind of a game changer because I didn't have to have even just a light lager in my hand at all times. I could have something that had 0.5 ABV. That way I just stayed at a better place. And that was very great. Another event I went to recently in, in Pittsburgh, I simply alternated beer, water, beer, water, beer, water. And, you know, you tell yourself you're going to drink lots of water, but raise your hand if you actually drink lots of water. <laughs> right. No hands are up right now. So I was more intentional about it. And one thing that actually helped me at that event, everybody in the circle that I was spending time with, we all got on each other about it. So I, I think having those around you support you is huge as well. We do have a really great sparkling water here at Jackalope. Uh, it's a local uh, sparkling water called Maypop and it's delicious. So that's a great name. alternate. That's definitely your, your go-to, but we've got root beer and kombucha and lots of non-alcoholic options for folks that don't want to pound 12 beers. <laughs> I didn't say 12% beers because that oh, would be a terrible decision either way. That kind of got us in trouble at CBP in St. Louis. We, we, we had those, those barrel aged beers, Andrew. We were like at the end of the night at, at was it perennial um, talking about 12 percenters. Yeah. It was actually 14 and a half. That well, we do after we shouldn't have had any more, but thanks, well, we, kept, we kept out at 10.1 here in Tennessee. So. There you go, 10.1. That's your upper limit. Well, going from those high alcohol beers back to Lauren, you know, how are you going to keep the team, you know, pumped for this week? We don't have to. This team's always pumped. And it's, it's like I said, the, the, I think we all feed off of the marketing team's energy and, and what they put into the event ahead of time. Um, so it's just fun. And like I said, it's the coolest industry. I think what all you touched on is more important. How do you, how do you manage your energy? And, uh, uh, not have too much fun. Um, I have a, a head of sales at a previous company in a different industry used to always say he always wants to have one less drink than his customers. Um, I think it's a little tougher to do in this industry. Uh, you might, you might want to shoot for a couple less. Um, I love, I use the same strategy you do alternate beer, water, uh, go to non-alcoholic beer. Um, it is a marathon, you know, and if you really want to have the energy, 
uh, you, you got you got to manage that. And I really respected Brian what you were saying too about knowing where you are in terms of introverted versus extroverted. Uh, we did a we did a team event where uh, we had everybody you know do their Myers Briggs beforehand, and we all talked about our profiles. And then afterwards, after we had dinner, and then after dinner, about half the group went for drinks, and half the group said, you know, I'm going to go back to the room. And as we were walking to the bar, we realized every single person going to the bar was the extrovert at, without, a, without exception. And every single person that was an introvert was the one going back to their room. So knowing that and respecting that and uh, appreciating that, I think, is super important. Good tips there. Now I'm going to dive into something that everybody's probably going to have a different answer for. When we go to CBC, we're all going to leave with massive amounts of swag from all the partners in the trade show. You're probably going to have thousands of items you put in your backpack when you leave. But, you know, when you're grabbing all this swag, we see the standard items, the koozies, the coasters, everything we've seen a billion times before. What have been the most unique swag items you all have experienced either at a past CBC, some other industry trade show? What has really stood out to you that you've actually held on to? I know and that I the answer that I hear, uh, I, I, I don't typically pick up swag, but um, I think I actually even asked it in the CVP group, Andrew, but hop grinders. It, was, it seemed to be a pretty standout. Um, you know, that was a comment last week as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hop grinders, uh, you know, Arrive's got the socks. Um, we kind of uh, rode the coattails of Arrive. We've got like some full poor media socks as well, kind of taking cues from them. But um, I, I would say hop grinders and socks are kind of have kind of been the standout uh, for sure. Honestly, I love the snacks. Uh, so like I think last year or two years ago, there was like a hot sauce made with hops that I was really into. Um, there's always the Brees uh, malted milk balls. I, I'm, I'm into the snacks. So if you feed me, I'm into it. I agree with that one. I love having a little food as I'm going through my day. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted to jump back in real quick. One thing that I thought of that we actually built out is um, hangover kits. Uh, going back to what we talked about, you know, I've got like little full pour media brand. It's got Alka-Seltzer and Tylenol and everything. I probably won't have them again because we won't have a booth. But, uh, you know, kind of like for the Missouri Guild and the Wisconsin Guild and, and the local guilds where we have tables, I, I, I want to do these. Um, and I'm going to bring them to CVP Milwaukee too, like hangover kits that just have all this pain relief stuff in them. I love it. That's a great idea. PK and Lauren, what's something cool you've seen? I, we just do shirts and <laughs> we're not that cool in terms of the unique things. Maybe in the future, the, the team has talked about it for a future CBC. Um, yeah, I don't, to Brian's point, I don't usually walk around picking up swag from other places either <laughs> that often. Yeah. I, uh, thanks for the plug on the socks, Brian. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I love our, our socks are so ugly. They're cool. Right. Um, and, and then I'm surprised I don't see more people doing this because I always really appreciate it when I'm at a conference. People who have like mints, you know, branded mints. Because we got to talk to a lot of people, right? And you know, it's kind of a nice thing to do for everybody if to, to, to have a bunch of mints flying around. I received some branded M&Ms at a recent event I went to, and I forgot about them till the drive home. And they were the perfect snack about halfway through. But then it got me thinking: I would love some bright yellow CVP branded mints or mints or M&Ms. Like, hmm, how do I get those made? From experience, those are expensive. Branded M&Ms uh, are expensive. You always play that like value versus uh, quality game. And it's a lot out there. Yeah, you're totally right on that one. I mean, you got to think about what's worthwhile, what should you be investing your money, and what's going to have the return on it versus just, hey, that would be kind of neat. Right. 
Well, everybody, you know, we're going to be in Nashville together May 7th. That's this Sunday. It's going to be 7 to 9 at Jackalope Brewing. I appreciate all of your support on this. It's going to be a great event. Lisa, I give you so much credit for pulling it together with the entire Jackalope team. I mean, your boots on the ground, your team is making it happen. We are so appreciative of all of you. And for everybody here today, I would love to just go around the circle once more. You know, any last thoughts, any last tip for getting ready for this week, any last shout out that you want to give? And Bryant, because you went first, the pressure's on you to take us out. To get to, to kick it off. Yeah, it off. You know, the more, you know, every single year things get a little bit more familiar um, for me. It's the same with, you know, any large event that I go to, whether it's, you know, I love going to music festivals or whatever. And um, the, the people might be a little bit different, but things, things look the same and they sound the same and they feel the same. So my comfort level kind of increases every year so certainly looking forward to like at, you know adding this notch onto onto our belt just in general i mean the experience in general like i walked away from minneapolis last year just feeling again exhausted and sore but so uh gratified you know so so gracious and um certainly looking forward to building on that and brian for anyone interested in learning more about what you do how can they get in contact with you uh, fullpoormedia.com or it's Bryant at fullpoormedia. My name, uh, written out, written out that way, um, on my little uh, name tag right, right, right here. Um, uh, yeah. Bryant at fullpoormedia.com. Otherwise it's, it's fullpoormedia on all the socials as well. Awesome. Thanks again, Bryant. Yes, uh, I can go next. Um, uh, get comfortable shoes. So if you have gel, gel infused, I actually have like my working boots from when I was at a brewery, which have gel insoles on them. They're steel-toed as well, which is great when you're walking around and you hit something or people step on you, things like that. I love my steel-toed boots, so make sure you have that. And then one of the other big pro tips that I have is before all the craziness starts, just pop over to a CVS or, or Walgreens and just get a bunch of Gatorades and water for your room. Um, that, like, when you come back at, like, 1 or 2 a.m. and you just have Gatorade sitting there, that is a game-changer. You don't have to try and find it. So Gatorade and, to Lisa's point, stacks. So, like, bag of popcorn, some Chex Mix, something else just like sitting in the room waiting for you. I think those are the big three things that I make sure for any big conference, I have good shoes, food, and Gatorade water just sitting in the room. No, PK, lots of great tips there. And one thing I've started thinking about with the weather report I've looked at today, Sunday is looking to be beautiful. So we're in luck for Sunday, but there's a chance of rain the other days. You know, when I go to an event like this, I'm always wearing just a branded t-shirt. I don't have any branded rain jackets or branded umbrellas. Do any of you have any tips preparing for events like this when we may have rainy conditions? Well, we do have some branded jackalope uh, windbreakers at the ranch. So if you come Sunday and you're worried about the rest of the week, hit us up. We've got those. Um, but, you know, Nashville weather is so temperamental. It'll change like hour by hour. So honestly, I'm not even looking at the forecast until much later in the week. So yeah, just keep your eyes peeled, plan for everything. And, you know, if you bring your rain jacket and your umbrella, it's not going to rain. So <laughs> good takeaway there. Anything else you'd like to add, Lisa? Yeah, I'm just really excited to experience this with our team here in Nashville. Um, you know, I went by myself in 2021. So I'm just excited to kind of roll in like a gang and be here with all my jackalopers. And uh, yeah, we're just really excited to, to show off Nashville. I think our craft beer scene has just exploded over the last five years. And being one of the originals, it's been really exciting to see kind of the growth of, of the town and our industry here. How many breweries are there in Nashville now? Oh gosh, I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. We <laughs> area breweries these days. I remember when I could go to every brewery within 25 miles of me. Now I can't even name them all, unfortunately. Yeah, I will add this plug too. Um, we have the Music City Brew Hop is going to be doing a route from the Music City Center to our brewery on Monday and Tuesday. 
I think from noon to five, don't quote me on that, follow us on socials to get the actual times when we announce it, but um, they will be doing that for all password holders. So you can just hop on, hop off. I think we're going, I think there's four or five different breweries on the loop. So if you want to see a bunch of different spots during the day, yeah. And Lisa, you had mentioned wanting to connect with other people in the marketing roles across the country. How can they contact you if they're listening today? Yeah, it's just Lisa at jackalopebrew.com. Or if you follow us on social, send me a DM. It's always me. (laughs) Well, excited to see you in person again in just a few days. Now, PK, I forgot to give you the opportunity to share your contact info. If anybody's looking to learn more or just connect with you, how can they do so? Yeah, I would say uh, the fifth ingredient.com, T H E, the number five, T H ingredient.com. You can also email me, PKA, at the fifth ingredient, fifth ingredient on socials. And I'm also pretty active on the craft group professionals group. So if you just search for beer 30, it'll come up and I'll probably have uh, a post associated with that. So definitely check it out. Awesome. See you on Sunday. And Lauren, anything to take us out? Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, one of the things I've always tried to do is think about a handful of questions I want to ask everybody. Um, you know, what, what's the most interesting thing you're seeing in the industry right now? Um, you know, if you were CEO arrived, what would you do differently or what would you focus on? Um, what are you, what are you thinking about for growth and not just, you know, customers and potential customers, but partners and other people in the industry. I'm always amazed at where I get that gem from. You know, when I when I go to a conference, I think if I just leave with one or two things that I learned, it's going to help me do better work for my customers. Then that's a that's time well spent. Right. Um, so just thinking about a handful of questions you might ask everybody because you get in the flow of things, you get busy and you maybe you 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 get off track and, and maybe you wish you would have asked that to, to at least get what's on top of mind for, you know, most people. Uh, and, and I'm always amazed at what I get out of that. And then if, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, it's pretty simple. Lauren at arrive.com, probably the, the fastest and easiest way to get me. Well, awesome. Well, Bryant, Lauren, Lisa, PK, I can't wait to have beers, have conversations, smash some cars with you all on Sunday at Jackalope Brewing. It's going to be a great time in Nashville. Everybody, you can go to smash.craftyprofessionals.org to make sure you're on the list. We'll see you there. And everybody have a successful CBC. See you soon. Cool. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening and being an important part of our community. Please hit the subscribe button to stay on top of more sessions that can help you grow as a craft beer professional. And join us for more conversations in our community on Facebook. We appreciate you. Cheers.